0: Well, this is the second episode of the podcast Talk With Me, presented by myself, Oliver Payne. Thank you for everybody for the love and support that you showed for the first episode. Got some really good feedback, and it was good to know that it really kind of helped and motivated people to go and do what they wanted to do. Um, also, thank you to everybody for the birthday, which is it was my 20th birthday yesterday, so I'm feeling very blessed to, uh, to be here and for all the love that got shown. Today, I'm with my guy, Moses, you all good bro
1: hey bro how you doing happy birthday first of all
0: thank you very much man so first thing people are gonna notice in it is that you're not from birmingham no straight from new york yeah man straight so. from
1: Brooklyn, new york man uh so moved to london about four years ago uh to study in south bank university i was studying something completely different to what i do now man i was doing journalism uh, okay we just stopped like midway through um and all of a sudden I was just like motivated to start, you know, like just doing photography and stuff.
0: They're kind of linked in a way aren't they, but I guess was journalism more written based, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, I mean, like first of all, I mean I started off as a designer, so as a graphic designer from like when I was like uh, 16, yeah from the age of 16, 17. How old Um, are you now, by the way, sorry? uh, I'm about to turn 24 in November. Yeah man, see. So, I started off as a designer when I was around 16. Uh, so, I worked with like Mark Echo, Echo Unlimited. Um, so, they kind of went bust now. Yeah. Um, they went out of business and stuff like that. But, yeah, like um, I started off as a designer with them first uh, from the age of like 16, 17. And then slowly, you know, just started like transitioning to like photography.
0: And so, were you 18 when you moved to London? I was 20. 20? Yeah.
1: Yeah, 20. 20. So
0: you went to London, studied? 20, th-
1: 20 going on to like 21. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did you study for? Uh, about six months.
0: Six months. Yeah. Okay. And then did you move to Birmingham after the six months? No, Go. I
1: actually, uh, so I remained in London for like another year. Uh, so I had my mother who lived in Birmingham. And then, you know, like uh, things got a little bit tough. Um. So I decided to, you know, like move back in with my mom. And I was like when I was 21. So about. Uh, three years ago now. Okay, so yeah. did business work better for you in Birmingham than London, or was it more of a? To be honest, like I think uh, I wasn't. I didn't really know like what to do with like my photography mm-hmm. in London. I think I was like you know just starting out and like you know part of trying to become part of the uh, the London Instagram community. Um, yeah. Because um, so you are quite
0: big on Instagram. Um. So for for those of you who don't know, I, I know Moses. or I've known of Moses for quite a while now. Um, through Instagram you've got how many f- 76 76? 76 thousand followers so you shot with my bridging Kira time ago yes yeah yes so yeah. That, that's the first girl who I ever shot with when I started doing portrait work
1: in, that's, it's so weird because that's actually one of the first people I also shot like you know doing like portrait work and I was in Birmingham too yeah so I remember <laughs> um, see, I
0: remember seeing your work from way back then
1: um, yeah. but I think we, we only really got in touch
0: earlier this yeah. year though didn't yeah. yeah,
1: and today's the first time we're meeting yeah, man. a day after yeah, your man. birthday.
0: I oh, know, it's, it's yeah. all a blessing, man. It's been a good week <laughs> this week. But, um, yeah, so I've known about you through that for a long time, so I feel like you have been part of like the Instagram community. A lot of people do know about you. Bear with me, because these yeah, seagulls yeah. are moving a bit mad outside, by the way, guys. So if you can hear these, <laughs> I love it. But um, yeah, I think you, you have become a part of the Instagram community, and you, you've been a recognised name in the scene for a few years now, in my opinion. Um, pushing it good quality work Um, so yeah so what what were you saying you feel like you were trying to get into the um, the London community
1: yeah I mean I was just you know like trying to like break through to the uh, you know just trying to like have people in London like know me and stuff like that and also trying to get people in New York to also know me but obviously that was more difficult having you know um, move from there yeah Uh, so I mean obviously London was a lot more important uh you know like having people know you and stuff and you know like just know your work or know your face or that kind of thing yeah um so you know i would just do your typical um at first you know your typical instagram meets and you know like trying to like meet people and you know like through that like i actually met like so many like uh great photographers who i'm still friends with to like this very day yeah and in fact you know that's uh, I mean, not through like Instagram meets and stuff like that, but we kind of like yeah. went through that way. And you know, like I'm just appreciative of like that fact, you
0: know. I I think it's a great platform to work off. Actually, I know a lot of people. Like, if you take it too seriously, a lot of people will take the mic. But it's such a good, and if you use it correctly, I mean, it can be so beneficial, not just for your personal life, but for work life as well. Mostly. And as you say, that's in We met, that's here I mean, that's where I get all my clientele from. I actually don't have a website or anything, so I run all my work through Instagram, which will soon change. I want to work a lot more professionally. But, I mean, it just goes to show you that, you, you know, you are able to build a brand and to build a big network just solely through Instagram. But, um, yeah, back onto the London thing, though. Did you prefer London to Brooklyn?
1: Funny story, like, um, when I first moved into London, like, I wasn't really feeling in London. Because mm. um, London's a bit of, like, a, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. Uh, it's quite similar in size and population to New York. Um, business so, and business in in term, it, it was quite similar, mm-hmm. um, and it just had like that big city feel. Um, I didn't like London at first, but I kind of like grew into it. And it, I don't know, maybe I'm being biased or something like that, or whatever. But probably like through the people I met in London, I've met like so many like you know like great people through um, you know in London uh, through Instagram. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like you know just become like home now. And this is yeah. kind of, like, where I see myself, you know, like, living for the rest of my life or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, at uh, what age did you move to Birmingham then? Uh, 22. So, yeah, mm-hmm. 22. Uh, 22, so I started, like, you know, living... Um, so I was still kind of living in London. Um, so I started living in between London and Birmingham. Um, so I moved in with my mom and then got this place, this studio in... In Birmingham, in like, recently.
0: Uh, what were your first impressions of Birmingham? Because, obviously, uh, for me, it's quite a different city and different atmosphere to London. Yes. In quite, in, in a creative sense and in a very, yes. like, it's a lot more laid back here. People walk slow. Yes. People walk on both sides of the escalator, you know, them ones. So it's a completely different kind of lifestyle. Did, did you find it quite drastic or did you kind of just ease into it quite well?
1: Um, kind of like London. I actually didn't like it at first here either. Mm. But you kind of like, you know, just grow into it. And then, yeah. um, um, and then there's been times like, you know, you kind of like get fed up of London because it's just so damn busy. and Yeah, it's nice to have yeah.
0: a bit of a half and half between the two exactly. because as, um, as busy as London is, it's tiring, isn't it? Exactly. And it's a lot of ener- it takes a lot of um, energy out of you.
1: And you know, like, uh, and people in Birmingham, uh, you know, you can look at it like, you could say people in London are like more creative mm. or something. Or uh, more ambitious, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but that could be due to like because of the fact that they have maybe more opportunities. Definitely. Uh, but what I would say about Birmingham is, um, they are very very hard working people, like people like you know like willing to like put in the work here. Yeah. Um. So I appreciate that like about the city, and it's also a lot friendlier yeah Um, you know what i mean like
0: (laughs) you say morning to um, someone in london and they look at you funny like what is this geezer talking to me for i mean like i remember you know i
1: just moved into london um like my first year in london um yeah my first year in london it was just so crazy like i remember um my first week or two in london or whatever i remember like you know going out to shoot um i remember just asking a random dude for the time i was like yo what's up like yeah can you tell me the time he must have thought like i was some homeless dude or whatever yeah was just like, no get away yeah, from Yeah, get me away forever. from me and i was just like yo what's up <laughs> with this dude here mad down there yeah <laughs> and i was just like um i you can't appreciate that about birmingham like you know the fact that it's like um
0: i feel uh, like it's a lot more homely in a sense london's quite cold-hearted
1: yes it's like, very cutthroat. Cr- yes you go on a tube right yeah. You go in a tube, everyone's like, you know, facing each other, but nobody's talking to each other. Yeah. Nobody's making any eye contact. Everyone's like, you know, trying to like avoid each other. Yeah. Um, or everyone's like tapping on their phone. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he's like very cutthroat.
0: But I yeah. mean, generally though, personal preference, as much as I love Birmingham, and it's always going to be home to me. It's going to be a lot of sentiment. I love the atmosphere in London. Yes. When I go down to London, there feels like a bit of a buzz, like I'm about to do something special. Yes. And a lot of people have said that when you do come to Birmingham, even people who are from Birmingham say this, is it's very, um, I don't know what the word is. You could say dumb. You don't feel yeah. very motivated to go in and do something. And I think, like you were saying, there's a lot of opportunity in London. So I
1: think the issue with Birmingham is, is the fact that, um, I don't know, this might be a positive like in the future. Yeah. But currently, um, the city is just, um, I don't know, like, it's just uh, not very consistent in terms of like, how it looks anyway. Um, like for example if you look at the landscape or anything like that or the architecture like in Birmingham or whatever uh like one minute in like you're in these huge buildings or whatever and then yeah. the next like you're just like industrial like space or whatever and then like it just looks so like ugly and uh, just like these abandoned buildings like in the middle of like nowhere and, yeah. and then you have like abandoned buildings like in the middle of the city center and it's yeah. just like you know it defeats. um sorry it kind of makes the city kind of look that much uglier I yeah. suppose I think
0: bit. with Birmingham there's a very small space of stuff that's um, as you say you could say it looks appealing anyway yeah. like you see in London here you've got you've got Oxford Street um, which is like the, you could say it's, it's very central isn't it that's where and then you've got Stratford right. and with the Westfields and then in White, C, White City as well right. there's shopping centres up in Wembley like there's a because it's, I mean don't get me wrong it's a lot bigger of a city for it to be able to do that of but course. in Birmingham it's very enclosed I mean you've got the one city centre which is like where the ball ring is that's pretty much it if you venture out of that there's not really much um, West Brom's quite nice there's a new shopping centre new square I mean they're trying but as you say it's very inconsistent in the but I mean that's a process though so hopefully they'll try and fix that in the future yeah um, but I mean it is what it is for now isn't it
1: of course like you know London is so much bigger. So and it's the capital city so you expect it you yeah know, it's going better, to be like that you know, know it? what I'm saying and you know let's just keep it real if you want to make any kind of money or whatever you gotta go to London you, you reckon? Gotta, I don't know like you just gotta get your ass to like London but hopefully with the train line coming um, is it 2022 something like that or whatever yeah hopefully you know that can you know like create a lot of opportunities and stuff like that you know for like this is an interesting topic people in the city like I think really deserve that man you know and as a second um, you know they say Birmingham is supposed to be like the second. The second city, yeah, uh, yeah. Manchester feels more of a second capital. Ah, uh, yeah. For some reason, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, Definitely,
0: I, I always like, say for creatives. Anyway, yes. Bear in mind, okay, Manchester. That's where all the modelling agencies are, apart from in London. Birmingham don't have any big modelling agencies like that. There's only up and coming ones, yeah. which I think is mad. You're the second city, and you haven't got any, like a home for models. Exactly. Um, so. And then if you look at big brands, for example, out of Manchester, you've got brands like Boohoo, um, Misguided, I think, are from there. You've got like these bigger companies, whereas in Birmingham, again, right. there's nothing out of there. So you're right that yeah. in a lot of perspectives, Manchester is essentially the second city from a lot of points of view. But back on to you, you said something very important, which I think is a sick topic because I have this conversation with a lot of people, that do you feel people from Birmingham really do need to move to London to, to be able to make money? Good money.
1: Um, to establish yourself? Not necessarily. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like looking at your work, um, you didn't have to live in London in order to do that. You did it right out from Birmingham. Yeah. You, know, you did travel to, you know, like London from time to time and stuff like that. But, you know, you didn't live in London. Yeah. Um, you, know, you, co- you know, you created that, you know, space or whatever for yourself in, in Birmingham, in your own city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it's been
0: made a lot easier through social media because... Yeah. You can reach it to anybody, yes. anywhere. Um,
1: but if you do live in London, um, there's just that much more opportunity.
0: It's a lot more saturated, isn't it? Yes. So opportunities are going to be know. a lot larger. As much as there's a lot more competition, I think networking there and there is a whole lot easier. And as I say, in regards to... 9 million people in London. Uh, you, people there you go. I always say, though, is okay if you're trying to go clear in the UK... You're trying to be well known in the uk by all means you can stay in birmingham if i said to you does asap rocky have a yard in birmingham no he it doesn't it's in london exactly. does supreme have a store in birmingham no it's in london that's where everything is at exactly. if you're talking on a global scale yeah. i do think it's a very important thing to as you say i know you can travel there to london you can do that here and there if you're trying to catch these big people in these big moments I mean, you've pretty much got to be there on a regular basis and ideally live in there. 25%. And I think a lot of people argue this a bit, oh, everyone keeps moving to London, why, why don't they make it in their, their own city first? I don't know, I can understand why people argue about that because it doesn't help the Birmingham situation in any way whatsoever. Right. Because all the good people are leaving. Uh-huh. You know them ones. But I don't
1: know, I think... If the good people are not you know, making any decent living from the things they love doing then, you know, you got to like create the opportunity for one, yourself. And yeah. I mean, um, I like the UK, uh, but that's what I can appreciate about like America. In America, like, you know, uh, because it's so much bigger, uh, there's so many places you can make it. You can make it in Chicago, you can make it in New York, you can make it in Boston, California. Um, there's just, there's just... Every so state many.
0: is like the size of the UK, essentially, or Pretty bigger. Uh, it's, right.
1: you know, it's just, there's so many places... Um, you can go to Florida, man, you can go to Texas, or um, there's just so many places, man. Um, so I, you can appreciate that like, about America. Um, mm. with, with the UK, you know, it's it's just mostly London. Yeah.
0: Because, um, I mean, even from like an American perspective, even when you did live over there, yeah. you know, when people used to talk about the UK, yeah. were you aware of other cities at that point? Or were you, was it, or oh, when people mentioned the UK? London. That's what I'm saying.
1: London straight right. away comes to your mind. In fact, isn't it? you'd probably hear about Manchester because of the two football clubs.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm
1: saying. Like you'd probably hear about them more because of the Manchester football club. Did you say
0: it. football, not soccer? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, been living in London long, you Yeah. Than, um, but yeah, like you know, uh, you you'd hear about like even though like Birmingham is a second city, uh, um, really in the UK, like you hear about Manchester like way more. But but like you said, yeah, like you you only hear about London like all the time. You, know yeah, what I'm like you don't really like hear about like other cities in the UK um, so yeah man like that's the that's the downside to what I suppose
0: yeah I mean you were telling me just before we started this that you've you've done quite a bit of travelling recently yes um, so you go to you said Italy and Paris quite a lot I've been going to like
1: Italy and Paris quite uh, a lot recently I've been working with like uh, two fashion agencies and stuff okay um, so I got introduced to Two fashion agencies and stuff like that by some friends of mine that I met at in Paris and stuff. Like, just completely random. Uh, so I've just been going there, like, uh, working in, like, Milan and you know, Par- Paris. Like, oh, what's
0: my, What's Milan like? Cause it's, it's
1: amazing, man. It's, yeah. Uh, it's really beautiful. But I don't know, like, I go to so many cities, like, in Europe or whatever, but then I get bored. Mm. Um, within a few days, I come back to London and... It's just completely you know, different. I
0: said this because you know I mean? when I went to LA, um, like I said, when I went to LA in end of March That's for a few days. As well.
1: Like, I'll, I'll go to like, places like LA or whatever. I'll even go to like, places like New York. Um, I just miss London, man. Yeah, this is yeah. what I'm saying. It's, it's just so like, weird.
0: L- LA, yeah. I've always dreamt a bit of LA and I still want to move there. Well, at least I like, have a yard there or something that I can always go to. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely loved it out there. But you know what was mad? I came back and I got into London, Houston and I, it felt right. It felt like, yeah, this is this is where I'm meant to be. It's and I've always going. had it in my mind, okay, yeah. LA or somewhere in America. I love the States. I've been in Florida a few times no, um, just with right. the family. Right. And LA, I've always had that in my mind, just the lifestyle and the kind of atmosphere that it was. Right. same kind of bus that like um, that London has in a sense that I went there and I felt like I was going to do something special. Yeah. But as right. I say, I came back, got to London, Euston, and, yeah, everything just came back to me about the period of time that I stayed there with my girlfriend. Um and it just felt like home to me, and it's mad that, as I say, it has that kind of effect on you. But I guess everybody each has their own place for that, and I guess for for both of us, London might be that word, place. Word. But yeah. the world's a big place, in it so I mean there might be might be somewhere else to do that. But um,
1: do you mind if I light up, man? Do your thing,
0: do your thing, you man. Of course, do your thing. Um, you s- so you went over there to work with agencies. Were you doing photography or were you doing film because that's another thing you should do film don't you?
1: Yes Paris um, I work with two different groups of people mm-hmm. so uh, there is also another agency that I'm also you know like currently trying to do like a few short films with mm-hmm. um, so starting out like as a director and stuff like that um, so I've kind of like tried my part in like you know music directing and stuff okay. but I want to like I think I want to take that jump into like short film at least yeah. You know what I'm I think people kind of like, you know, uh, transition from like, you know, like uh, music videos to short films to um, you know, like uh, big films. It, yeah, It's so it's I think uh, it's it's kind it of the like yeah. the expectations of
0: what yeah. work you can possibly do gradually grows. It's the same with my photography. I started off doing like local brands, working with local models, and it's gradually got to the point where by, okay, I want to start doing high-end shoots. Yeah. And that will go until I want to start shooting magazine covers. And I think that's just a natural growth in that you, it's a constant expectation for you to get better and better. So you start after your music videos on a small scale, yes. like a three minute video. Word. Then you want to do something a lot more cinematic just so it looks a lot more professional, it looks a lot more slicker. You get your you box off the, the short film game, and then you're like, you know what, I can make a big film. I think that's just like a, a growth in a creative in that you always expect better out of yourself. Exactly,
1: man. And one of the things, like, um, I want to, like, uh, do in the future is probably hopefully, you know, like, put a film forward to the, uh, you know, the Monaco, like, film festival and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, right now, I have this short film idea that I'm currently, like, trying to um, manifest anyway into mm. real life. And I know, like, um, some people might have heard it before because um, I've been talking about it for, like, a few months now, um, briefly anyway. But, yeah, it's basically I'm trying to, like, Work on this short film. Um, there's no dialogue like in it, like at all. Um, so it can either be you know like one male, two females, or one female. No
0: dialogue scene. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't talking. There's yeah, not, yeah. Is it gonna so, be completely silent or are you using? Uh, no 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 no. It's music. not gonna be
1: completely silent. It's, um, you're gonna have like you're gonna hear like you know like birds chirping and. Oh, ah yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna hear like you know like music, music Yes, yeah, so that's playing. gonna be like proper cinematic yeah, things, yeah. Yeah, isn't it I can. So, um, I want it to be like really really cinematic. Um, yeah. But basically, it doesn't have any dialogue, and it's going to be a lot of, like, close-ups and that kind of stuff. And it's just basically, like, understanding the film with your emotions So, Am I right
0: in saying it'll be quite open to interpretation? So the shots will be quite deep, but you can make whatever exactly. you want So it it's basically,
1: of. like, you know, my perspective, your perception, if yeah. that kind of makes sense. So you can yeah. kind of, like, take away from the film. Whatever, whatever you, you like want to take away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So
0: Thought-provoking.
1: Yeah, so you know, I, it can end for me, you know, like, completely different than it can for you.
0: Yeah, is, so it could be a happy ending for me, you know but in your mind, you yeah, wrote no, it I'd as... I'd love
1: to get you involved, like, you know, um, maybe even shooting in Birmingham, man. Yeah, you know I mean? like, definitely think, get
0: I me can, on it, man. Trust I'm me. Definitely. I think one day you're going to see, like, a little Moses and Oliver Payne collab that's just going to take over the world. Like we're going to have to make that happen one day. going to happen very,
1: very soon, man.
0: Uh. But you seem quite passionate when you talk about film. Do you prefer film over photography or is it a bit more of a...
1: Um, <clears throat> it might sound weird but I think I prefer music, I think mostly. And that's what I've kind of like always been into. Um, mm. Like I'm listening to like music 24-7. Like literally from the moment I wake up to like the moment I go to sleep. Um, so lately like I've actually been trying my luck in also like music producing as well. Mm. Um, I'm kind of like just you know um just trying to like my hand out on like so many different things man um, yeah i think it's i think it's really bad to like limit yourself um especially if you're young you know as they say you know you can't like you know teach an old dog new tricks so yeah it's always cool to like you know learn all these like you know like all these things uh um, while you're young man like you know why not man
0: experimentation is like, so important because
1: uh, you know people actually spend about five or six years of their life you know like spending you know like watching t- you know, like TV and stuff yeah. like that. And you like, just think of, like, you know, if you use that time, you know, like, you're just using, uh, doing, like, you know, like, creative stuff or, you know, like, just having fun, you know, like, doing... Um, just
0: experiment.
1: And I always say experimentation like, is like so like important like because... It's, it's enough time to, like, master any craft.
0: Anything. You know anything you want. Like, anything, man. And the more skills you have, I think, in the, the world and the more knowledge you have in something or anything.
1: Like, fair enough, you can have fun playing mm. a PlayStation 4, but you Quite can also have nice. fun... You know, um, uh, taking photos or, you know, like filming videos or making music or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? And those things you can use. Even as small as read a book. Exactly. You can use that towards your lifestyle as well. You understand what I'm saying? As I
0: say, the more skills and the more knowledge you have, the, the better you're able to live a happier and a successful life. And one thing I always say when it comes to experimenting is, okay, let's say I did photography from when I was young. And then I did photography all my life, and I said, "Oh, photography is the best thing on the planet." Right. It's like watching one film and saying that that's the best film that's ever made. I mean, you haven't watched the rest of the films to know whether that's the best one that's done. Exactly. So here, do you, so like for me here, I know that photography's the the one for me. When I haven't done anything else, exactly. I haven't started doing video, or I haven't started. Um, i say say right now, doing a podcast, for instance. Exactly. Everything's about experimentation, and there's no harm in doing that. And as I say, even things like from doing this podcast, for instance, although it might not, I don't know how far it might go, I'm going to have a lot more skills in regards to confidence and speaking on a mic, being able to Word. speak to people and speaking building a platform. People. Like There's going to be a lot of benefits that come from it. So as I say, it's very important to to have that experimental side you don't, of it. you.
1: Don't have to be, you don't have to be good at everything. Nah. But you can try... A lot of things, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, just trial and error, man. Like, and that's how I learned, like, literally, you know, like, uh, taking photos. I um, started off, you know, like, I actually, my first camera was the 1100D. Um, My first camera, yeah, it was the 1100D. Um, I remember shooting, you know, like, using the uh, sport mode on that. Uh, Yeah. I I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I swear, I... Were you self-taught with the camera? Yes. uh, Completely. I mean... Um, if you mean I've, have I used like YouTube and stuff like that you know like as tutorials and stuff yeah. like that yeah of course um, but yeah like I, I, I used to shoot with like 1100D man um, I would shoot on things like sport mode and stuff like that and like my flash would just like pop up and I'd be like why the hell is this happening why yeah. oh, like, my photos like look so horrible or whatever Yeah. Um, but it's just trial and error you know like just going out like there every day as long as you're like motivated and I think that's the one thing um, you know you can't rely on anyone for it or whatever okay. you can only like motivate yourself I've got a lot to like, say on that topic point and it is because there's a lot of photographers who
0: are. I mean I'm self-taught as well um I haven't actually ever watched YouTube or anything before right everything I've done as you say it's been through trial and error and um there'll be a lot of photographers who in photography I think one of the most important things depending on what industry you're trying to go into but I feel like for what I do and well what we do anyway one of the most important things is having your own distinctive style.
1: Yes.
0: And that distinctive style comes from a vision. Yes. And comes from whatever you like. Right. So I'm not trying to take a photo to please you, to please anybody else who follows me. I'm taking it because that's the vision that I've got in my head. And I'm trying to create that. Exactly. So there's no right or wrong way to take a photo. Exactly. There's no right or wrong way to edit a photo. Exactly. I probably edit everything completely wrong. But... Or against the the guidelines, but at the end of the day, as long as i 'm confident that that fulfills the vision that I had in my head, what yeah. else matters so there'll be a lot of photographers who will message me and message other people, um, saying, oh, "I heard you do this or you know they ask for advice, and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with asking for advice, but I think a lot of people nowadays are very lazy and that they look for a shortcut or they look for something. To just be given to them. Yeah. The most important thing for me is learning like, every single different option you can possibly do and finding it what works best for you. The only way to do that is to go out and shoot every day to re-edit old photos to to learn about
1: whatever works best for you. Word. Completely agree with you on that, bro. Like, um, that's that's the best possible way you can learn. You know what I mean? Um. And yeah, like you said, like there's no real like right or wrong way like to do it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's only your way. No you know rules. What I'm like can do like, you want. everyone trying to like make it work. You know, um, and it doesn't matter if you make it at twenty or if you make it at forty. Like you know, the fact that you made it. You know, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You know what, matters. what I'm saying? Like you know, it doesn't matter. You know, like how old you were or whatever when you made it. You know, if you. Um, you know if you have a Mercedes at 25 or whatever or if you have it at 60 or whatever it doesn't change the fact that you still have one yeah you know you could lose yeah. the
0: Mercedes at 26 you could be 60 and have that until you die exactly. you know them yeah. ones like there's there's no blueprint there's no everyone's journey is different exactly you've just got to trust the process keep exactly. doing, being consistent with good quality as long as
1: you just keep yourself motivated and you love what you do not
0: even motivated I wouldn't say I, I, I listened to an interview um, this was a few months back and um, they were saying a lot of people use the word motivate. Like, you'll hear a lot of rappers and they'll be like, oh, I was up all night, uh, I had sleepless nights, I never used Someone to sleep. Something you
1: that struggle rap? Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: pretty much. Yeah. And they were saying it's not about motivation. I can guarantee there's not one person on the planet who wakes up every single day motivated. Everyone has those days where they wake up and work. don't want to work. work. The key word is not motivation, it's discipline. How do you still work and put in the same effort when you wake up and don't want to do stuff? Work. And for me, I think I spoke, I might have spoke about this in the first episode of the podcast. For me, that's where having a vision in your mind comes in is because, um, for me, when I went to LA, I saw the house of my dreams. So sin- ever since that moment, I'll wake up and I'll ask myself, what am I going to do today to take me one step closer to getting that house of my dreams? Word. I wake up every day with that vision in my head. Word. And, um, as I say, I- I'll wake up and I won't want to do anything, but I tell myself, okay, if you don't do that, then you're not going to get that yard any quicker than what you want it.
1: most definitely, man you know um, I completely agree with you on that, bro
0: so yeah uh, keyword being disciplined there guys, but um I noticed the other day on your Instagram this is one more thing I want to speak about you um, you were talking about I think it was like the competitive nature that nature that there is on social media <clears> in that a lot of people will try and say who's the best photographer or who's better than another person right um. I can't, what
1: exactly, did you, do you remember what you said? Um, I think I have it written down, actually. Um,
0: and you know, what? I had a lot of people message me about that, saying, oh, this is so real, I think you went global, you
1: know? You actually, you went, so many people seen it, man, like, a lot of people, like, reposted that, man. Um, But yeah, man, I just felt like, especially, you know, like, one, just move into, like, uh Birmingham first. Um, do you want me to? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, read it. Yeah, read it. Um, basically, yeah, Instagram is just not a competition. It's not about who's the best photographer or, um, yeah, who's, it does, it's not about who's the best photographer, like in their respective cities or um, and their style of, of work, that, for example, I mean, or whatever. Like, um, there's, you, you just have so many people that fight with each other and all this other stuff. Um, I just feel like there's so much, you know, work and there's so much bread you know like for everyone to eat you know yeah. like everyone can eat man like you don't have to you know like be in competition with like everyone you can just appreciate like you know like somebody else's work or whatever yeah um,
0: and that's back on to, you know how you we're saying about oh, it's about delivering a vision i don't know how you can say that one one person's vision is better than another person's because exactly. at the end of the day as i say it's a, as long as that person is i mean my work there's a photographer called morgan ted have you heard of him no he's birmingham based okay and when i say his work is phenomenal he's now started to do more artwork um, based photography and um, it's difficult to describe but his work is absolutely amazing share Morgan you're killing it at the moment bro absolutely but, um, but yeah it's like you can't really compare what he's doing or put him on a pedestal against what I'm doing because two completely different spectrums right. he's creating his vision and he's absolutely smashing it so how can it.
1: you compare like one portrait photographer to another street photographer and say you know like oh this is the best photographer in the city exactly oh, that or it just it doesn't make any exactly sense exactly how about you just you know appreciate like everyone for their differences or whatever. You know what I mean? Like um this person. In fact, you know, like so many people are um, they kinda, you know, like doing the same kind of stuff nowadays and stuff like that. And and I would say it's because people are like kinda like watching each other too much. If that makes sense. Yeah, you just need um, to focus on your own link, keep exactly, doing no. your own like, thing. you know, it's it's the internet. Like of course you're always gonna see like, you know, stuff. Yeah you're always gonna see like other people's work. But if you're intentionally, like you know like looking at other people's work. Uh, in order to get inspired by them and all this other stuff, then your work will like eventually kind of like look like theirs or whatever and all this other stuff because you're basically like, you know, like basing everything you, off, you do kind of like loo- somebody else.
0: You lose longevity you when I think them? you do that. It's yeah. because I think when you focus on your own work and you keep grafting on your own style and what you want to do, you can leave a legacy. People will always remember that. If you're trying to copy someone else or even you watch their work too hard and it looks like theirs... You're you're not gonna have that legacy. Word. People aren't gonna remember that photo. They're not gonna remember your work, um, because of that reason. And this isn't just with photos. This translates into absolutely everything in life. Whether you're in a creative industry, whether you're in um, a nine to five, whatever. Like it can be translated into absolutely anything. In that, um, you know, focus on yourself, man. Like don't compare your journey to anybody else's. Just keep doing you, man. So just to wrap this up, though, what are your Short-term goals in the future I don't want to ask for long term goals things change in it but what what wha- uh, what are you trying term goals, to achieve
1: short-term goals um short films man long-term goals you know Hollywood films man but um, the goal is always to you know like just feed the family man you know what I mean like sure the family's eating and just have live fun it up, with man. It, man you know what I mean like just have fun with that and
0: definitely just, man.
1: Uh, live every moment man you know definitely. It's sick,
0: man, baby It's been, thank you for coming, man. Yo, it's it's been, been sick.
1: It's been a pleasure, bro. Like, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, man, just thank, thank you for, like, giving me a voice in Birmingham, man.
0: Yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to be hearing a lot more from Moses. We need episode same.
1: two. That's what we need, man. Ah, uh, yo. Trust a me. One. Trust me. It's going to happen, man. Yeah. Yo, share yourself out, man, and watch, watch your socials. Watch uh, your Moses Sins. So, M-O-S-E-S, Moses, I-N-double-S. I don't really use Twitter. I don't. I don't even think I have a Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. Uh, but you can find me on pretty much everywhere. Uh, Moses, in But yeah. Hopefully you like enjoyed that and took that away. That's
0: been my guy Moses. Catch you soon. Safe.